This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. settled in i hope you've got your chair adjusted in your office that's that's what i'm fighting with right now uh but hey it's the workday red zone thanks for tuning in here with us on the ticket radio network all kinds of different places you can find us on your radio dial and then also online at 953theticket.com Uh, Let me focus here so I can make it through the intro. Uh, You can also take us with you on the go. You do that by downloading the TuneIn app and searching for KNEA. If you would like to weigh in on any of the topics that we touch on on the program today, you can certainly call us on the Ryan Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. That number is 870-930-3776. And, of course, you can shout at us also. On social media, Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. You can search for today's, well, it's more of a CavanaughCars.com topic than a question uh, by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Good to be here. I pre-gamed with a donut. Ryan hasn't grabbed one yet. I have not. And the main reason is I only caught a slight glimpse but it looked like that we were left kind of with uh no glazed and that's kind of my thing you know i it's not that i'm picky for donuts but i'm gonna go ahead and say i'm picky for donuts here's here's the deal though you can always just take like you can cut the donut in half yeah and if you just get the bottom part of it i mean that's pretty much a glazed donut it's true that's true i mean i I, I guess it's just the concept (laughs) i devoured the sprinkles no shame i'm not ashamed to admit it well hey all donuts are good donuts. And, and I totally understand and appreciate that, for sure. It's not that I won't or can't, because I probably will. <laughs> but, yeah, that's just why I know it's not walking to the studio today. Well, I already did. Yeah, so, right. so I'm yeah. just telling you, look, I'm going to let you know right now. If that donut is still in that box at 1 o'clock, you're not getting that donut. It'll, it'll be gone. Okay, yeah. so just FYI. I'm putting yeah. you I'm putting I, you on oh, notice. No, I got you. Donut notice. Yeah. <laughs> so... So uh, needless to say, I'm feeling pretty good today go. because there I did pregame with the donut. Yep. So hopefully that helps us make it through these two hours here on the ticket. Uh, today is a Tuesday that feels like a Tuesday. Last week was a Tuesday that felt like Monday. Uh, but uh, since since it is Tuesday, that means that I am actually you know focused enough to remind you that we do have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Coming up later on today on the program, one thirty is when he will visit us here in the Ticket Studio. Looking forward to that conversation, mostly. Mostly. I don't know if he'll want to talk MLB. If he does, then we might have to run him out of the studio early. But as far as A-State stuff, always excited to visit with Matt Stoltz. Let's look at some quick headlines, news and notes, this, that, and the other, before we get into the KavanaughCars.com topic and some additional topics that we will touch on today as well. Looking at news that came out yesterday, shortly after the show, Arkansas State Vice Chancellor for Intercollegiate Athletics Jeff Purinton announced that head baseball coach Tommy Raffo 
who owns the second most victories in school history, will return in 2024. Raffo most recently completed his 15th season at A-State. Uh, the Red Wolves have also begun a national search for a new pitching coach as Allen Dunn will not return next season. Meanwhile, uh, some additional news for A-State men's basketball coach and head coach Brian Hodson. The Red Wolves added a, another commitment yesterday in Indian Hills Juco transfer. Lado Lack, as he announced his commitment, uh, he started his career at Texas A&M Corpus Christi, also played at Cal State Fullerton, and we'll look over his numbers coming up later on. Also, uh, another staff addition there as Coach Hodson has announced Logan Ingram will join the role in a video coordinator, uh, join the staff in a video coordinator role. Uh, more on A-State, uh, both baseball and basketball coming up later on in the program. Elsewhere, the season is over for Arkansas baseball. The Razorbacks concluded their 2023 campaign with a 12-4 loss to TCU Monday at Ballmalker Stadium in the Fayetteville Regional. Final record for the season is 43-18. and 18. Also on Monday, the St. Louis Cardinals were, uh, well, they were walked off uh, by the Texas Rangers, losing that game uh, to start that three-game series by the final of 4-3. to three. The teams continued their series today at 7.05. You can hear it on 95.9 The Wolf. We'll talk Cardinal baseball with you most likely in Hour 2. In terms of today's KavanaughCars.com question, it's, it's more of a statement. And I want you to finish this sentence with us. The PGA merging with Live Golf is... Blank, And that's where you jump in with your answer. Look, I've stated on this show multiple times, I'm I'm not a massive golf fan, right? Like, I do know the general storylines. I certainly know who the premier players are. I keep tabs on the major events. And so I know the, the main storylines. And, of course, I've kept tabs over the past year. In this divide between the PGA Tour and LIV Golf, which of course was started up last year uh, by some money from Saudi Arabia. And of course, uh, that league just threw massive amounts of dollars at golfers to be able to join their league. And so there's been a bit of a legal battle between these entities over the past 365 days. Well, that battle is all over. As again, it was announced that not just the PGA Tour, but also the DP World Tour and Live Golf have agreed to unify and move forward in a larger commercial business. The uh, tours called the development, quote, a landmark agreement on a global basis, end quote. Uh, this news was kind of broke this morning by CNBC, and then since then we've seen statements put out by all of the general and respected parties now those are I, I mean that by uh saying the uh <laughs> the leadership of those entities have been commenting the golfers have had different takes including one pga tour player reached by espn on tuesday who was given this news and responded by saying no bleeping way There were numerous comments this morning that were kind of like, what? 
in terms of golfers finding out on social media just like the rest of us as opposed to from their own leadership and so it's been interesting to watch today the feedback to these announcements now the tours said in their statement that they will work quote cooperatively and in good faith to establish a fair and objective process for any players who desire to reapply for membership with the PGA Tour or DP World Tour following the completion of the 2023 season, end quote. There was also a statement that uh, the PGA leadership put out uh, to its players in terms of uh, a message sent out from PGA Tour Commission Jay Monahan. And he's had some comments on it as well, but it's just kind of a uh, a wild day in the golf world. And this is hands down the biggest national news going on today. And there's going to be plenty, plenty more comments and feedback and things like that that come out uh, probably throughout the course of the afternoon uh, while we're here with you on air. But then also this uh, later on once we get off air as well, including... I'm sure there'll be some interesting comments later on uh, early evening, probably, as there is a players meeting scheduled today for 3 o'clock in Toronto because there's a lot of golfers there currently taking place right now in this week's RBC Canadian Open or getting ready to start that event in just a couple of days. So this is, uh, again, a very interesting development after these two parties and its respective golfers have been going back and forth at each other, both in the courts and on social media and at press conferences over the past year. So again, uh, the PGA is merging with Live Golf. I guess now the the positive for me here is I don't have to try and decide if I want to call it Live Golf or LIV Golf anymore. Whatever it is, it's now merging with the PGA. So it's just going to be golf, golf, now that all these professional golf entities are going to be forming one league. But again, our KavanaughCars.com question what is your reaction to that big merger today in the golf world? Uh, 9303776 is the number to call. Uh, when we come back from a break, we'll talk about the news yesterday in the A-State world that the athletics department has decided to retain and sign to an extension head baseball coach Tommy Raffo. Uh, Some notes from the press release, some notes from the contract, and some notes from your feedback on social media. That is all going to be on the way when we return. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stoltz, and let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure 
where you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer experience meets innovation at first national bank of eastern arkansas after more than 135 years of servicing our east arkansas communities we are the region's largest independently owned bank First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new Roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I. 555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. If you're craving a sweet, delicious mouth-watering treat, head to Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro. Crumble's cookie menu rotates weekly. Hey Charlotte, tell us about the flavors we can savor this week at Crumble. This week's Crumble specials are vanilla bean cupcake, cinnamon fry bread, molten lava, lemonade, classic pink sugar, and of course, their signature milk chocolate chip. Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Download the Crumble Cookies app or go to crumblecookies.com. You'll eat every last crumb. Visiting with A-State head basketball coach Brian Hodson about his first recruiting experience. Coach Cordovano, the head coach at Jamestown Community College, who I played for, asked me to come back and be his assistant. It was $2,400 a year, but what really excited me was he gave me the opportunity to do all the recruiting and said, uh, Brian, I'm, I want you to handle the recruiting. You've got a $600 recruiting budget. Go figure it out. <laughs> it's the Second to None Podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Veterans can face unique challenges that lead to difficulty finding or keeping a home. VA is here to help veterans secure safe, stable housing. If you or a veteran you know is homeless or at immediate risk of becoming homeless, call 877-424-3838. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Ryan with you in studio. 
one donut left in the box. How will the day go? It will keep you updated. Uh, 930-3776, the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Uh, our main question today uh, focuses on the golf world. That wild news this morning that the PGA would merge with Live Golf. I want to get your responses on that today. However, I do want to get caught up on what has been, I guess, a busy, what, 20, almost 24 hours uh, in regards to Arkansas State news. And we'll start yesterday after the show and kind of work our way to the present. Of course, yesterday afternoon, uh, we saw the news, uh, the press release come out from Arkansas State Athletics that head baseball coach Tommy Raffo would be returning for 2024. Uh, he was given a two-year extension by Arkansas State Athletics, so now the final date of his contract has been pushed back to June 1, 2025. We'll look more at that contract in a moment, but I thought the press release from Arkansas State was was interesting in in terms of not so much the press release itself because look it's a, it's it's a university release right it's going to have the standard stuff in terms of it's it's going to talk positives and not negatives uh, but I, I do want to share if you haven't read it yet Jeff Purinton's comments uh, because I thought his quote was interesting especially in terms of of what he led with stating quote we're facing several challenges to get our baseball program where we want it to be, and that's competing for NCAA tournament berths and Sunbelt Championships in one of the nation's strongest leagues. Following comprehensive conversations with Coach Raffo, a highly respected figure in the baseball world, he is committed to improving our on-field performance and has meticulously evaluated the different paths moving forward to get it done. Coaching is one of several aspects necessary for us to become an elite program, we are working diligently to improve our baseball budget and facilities, including the field and stadium, to move us closer to our conference peers. That is a priority for us and something we are currently addressing, end quote. Comments in here, of course, from Raffo as well. Uh, some nuggets on uh, statistical nuggets on last season. And then also, uh, before this press release wraps up, it does mention that A-State has begun a search for a new pitching coach as Alan Dunn will not return in 2024. That was news reported by A-State Nation and publisher Jeff Reed back on Friday. So we've already touched on that a little bit, but this press release uh, does confirm that, that there will definitely be a new pitching coach for A-State Baseball for 2024. Again, if there's anything there that was confusing or you haven't read it yet, that press release is, is at astateredwolves.com and you can follow along there. I uh, appreciate Arkansas State and Jerry Scott for sending uh, the amendments to Tommy Raffo's contract to us so we can get up to speed on that. I mean, look, he's a, he's a public employee, so of course uh, this contract knowledge is is, is public. So I uh, appreciate, uh, though, always the, the quickness with which we get this information. Not really anything significant to point out about the contract. Uh, pay stays the same. Again, the, the termination date now the, the termination date of the contract, as we just mentioned, moves back to June 1, 2025. People are always interested in, in buyout numbers. Um, if Coach Raffo is terminated without cause prior to the end of the 2024 season, then he will be entitled to all of the money left on the contract. If he is terminated without cause after the end of the 2024 season, 
uh, the buyout will be one month of salary. So I guess that's somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, a little bit over, just a smidge over 10K since the total salary for Coach Rafa was $125,000. And I guess it's been that way for a few years now, although I'm not 100% sure how many. Uh, with Coach Raffo's contract and with so many other contracts at Arkansas State as well, you've got a situation where the head coach is paid a certain amount by the school, and then they also have a personal services contract with the Red Wolves Foundation. So it makes looking through uh, board of trustees minutes and things like that a little bit more difficult because it never paints the full picture. But again, if there's uh, those are kind of there, there's not anything again significant uh, in terms of of contract, just with the exception of. You know, the, the dates, the end dates, of course, moving back to 2025. There's been some interesting reaction to this on social media and the message boards, as you would expect there always is when there is a contract that is either renewed or terminated. Um, and, and I guess, you know, folks are wondering undoubtedly why there is an extension announced when the win-loss record is not good. I will I will not sugarcoat it. The win-loss record is not good. Has not been good for the past couple of seasons and overall is is not good for the 15 years that Tommy Raffo has been at the helm. So so this is this is speculation, okay? Let me be clear here. Speculation on my part as to why an extension was was given out. One, I, I bet anything they put out some feelers about who could potentially be interested in this job. Um, with with Jeff Harrington's background, you know, an extensive amount of time in the SEC, an extensive amount of time in the ACC, which are extremely strong, to put it mildly, baseball conferences. He's got connections across the country that he can put out feelers. Additionally, you know, Brandon Cunningham was previously at West Virginia, a Big 12 school. He's got connections there. I have no doubt that there were feelers put out. And I'm guessing that they were told not just no, but hell no. Would there be a high-profile candidate that would be interested in taking on this job. Another possible reason, maybe the players advocated for it. Again, this is speculation here. But uh, leadership, and, and by leadership I mean Jeff Purinton, meets uh, their player exit meetings that they go through to help evaluate a program. So if the players were pushing for this, that could have factored into the, the decision. There could also be a chance, again, we're continuing with speculation here, that money advocated for this now (laughs) this is probably the biggest speculation because we haven't heard anything about money coming in but if you have literally anybody anybody right now willing to give anything to Arkansas State Baseball and they want you to keep Raffo then guess what you keep Raffo because what this program needs more than anything else is just is is just funding it's not that I necessarily think this is a great decision It's just a decision I can't get too worked up about because of the significant amount of issues that this program faces. Change just for change's sake is not a building strategy. And there are so many things about Arkansas State baseball right now that need to be built. Uh, I mean that literally in terms of (laughs) renovations to the Tom. And I mean that figuratively. In terms of pride in the program, fan support, and things of that nature. I do understand why there is frustration for the fan base. Absolutely. I mean, I'm frustrated as well because right now there's just no clear path forward. I do believe that leadership is working on a plan. But like the rest of you, I'm impatient. 
And the thing is, A-State baseball needed a plan a decade ago. There's been hints and whispers of potential plans, such as things like a downtown ballpark and, and uh, you know, drawings, renderings, things like that. Hints of plans. But we've never seen anything laid out in front of us that says this is exactly what Arkansas State needs. This is exactly how much money it's going to cost. And this is a potential timeline where it could get done. And these are all things that I, as a fan, desperately want to see. There are multiple financial issues with this moving forward. Of course, the one that I think everybody is aware of when they drive by is, is the state of the Tom. Um, there's multiple different upgrades that could be made there. In my opinion, the first one that should be made is, is installing turf. Um, I, yes, I too would much rather see the Red Wolves continue to have a natural surface out there. But if you've got grass, uh, you also have to maintain it. And I saw a comment on social media a few weeks back from former pitching coach Ty Dickinson that said, quote, when I was coaching there, we did almost all the field work and work compensated for it. We did it because we were trying not to fall farther behind. They need to put in turf so the co- coaches don't spend hours working on the field that should go into player development, In quote. I'm not sure how many hours the coaches and players are still putting into that, but if it's anything like it was a decade ago, that's not good. Again, you need to be focused on, on being able to prepare your team, getting your players ready. Not teaching them how to mow grass. They'll figure that out later in life anyways if they haven't already. You also have to have a situation where even even if you were just going to spruce up uh, the natural surface there at the time, you have to rework the drainage. I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall in a conversation between Arkansas State Athletics and officials from the Sunbelt Conference when Arkansas State had to change its series against James Madison from a three-game series to a one game series because of torrential rains that did not drain off the field. So uh, if you recall this series, I don't know when the series was. We'll say it was, we'll say it was early April. That sounds right ish. And there was heavy, heavy, heavy rain on Friday. And of course with, with just a couple of exceptions series across the Sunbelt are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, torrential rains on Friday. Okay, great. Schedule a doubleheader on Saturday, play the final game of the series on Sunday. Saturday was sunny and pretty and nice. And there were a couple of lakes in the outfield, so they didn't play because the field was crap. That three-game series turned into a one-game series. And uh, I'd, again, with, with the Sun Belt being as proud as they are right now as of their baseball as they should be because it's a great league, I'm guessing there were some not kind words said in terms of A-State, some pressure for A-State to get it together and get that playing surface where it needs to be. Of course, there could be so many other upgrades to the Toms. Concessions, bathrooms, uh, the press box, stands, other amenities. I mean, it just scoreboard, sound system, you name it, it needs an upgrade. Everything out there needs an upgrade. And that's just the facility. You also have the issue that to be competitive in the budget, you need to find about another half a million dollars a year, every single year, to be able to fund this program and make it competitive in terms of coaching salaries, 
in terms of recruiting budget, in terms of technology, in terms of supplies, training, food, you name it. So you're fighting a, a battle here on two fronts. And I know, man, I know I am a broken record on this. But I wanted to just put it all out there because, again, this is this is just why I, I don't have a strong reaction overall to Rappo's extension because there's just so many other battles to fight there. And, again, I know there are people saying, hey, just do something, make some kind of change, do some kind of spark. And, I, look, I, I, I get that that argument. I just don't necessarily agree with it. I, I just feel like it's it's a chicken or egg situation here. In terms of how you're going to get this funding, how you're going to get this support, how you're going to get this excitement for the program. How are you going to get this money for the program? And it's just round and round. The Debbie Downer in me looks at, at football and where Arkansas State was in the late 2000s or right at about 2010. And I say Debbie Downer instead of optimist because, you know, clearly we know what happened at the beginning of the 2010s. Arkansas State brought in Hugh Freeze as an offensive coordinator. Then he became the head coach. And that began a cycle of, well, change, but it also began a cycle of success where A-State went to bowl game after bowl game after bowl game after bowl game. And there is certainly an argument to be made that, you know, if, if, if you're able to bring in that right person, what it could do for the program. But the Debbie Downer part of me just wonders sometimes if if A-State Athletics used up all its luck with football in the early 2010s and now everything else is doomed. And I'm being a little bit over dramatic. But there's only so many times that lightning is going to strike a particular place. Only so much luck you got. And sometimes I wonder if A-State used up all of theirs on different programs. We'll take your thoughts on baseball if you're not already tired of talking about it. Or even if you care. Even for, for, for news like this, I guess I did expect more reaction perhaps on social media and the message boards, which just shows the, the giant amount of apathy surrounding A-State baseball right now. So you might, just, you might just not care. You might just be ready for me to move on to another subject. And I'll tell you what, we will. We do need to take a break. Uh, but we mentioned some basketball news, particularly a new commitment there. So it looks like Brian Hodson's roster is full and also a staff edition as well that we'll, we'll touch on more of when we return. So that's on the way when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Good afternoon, I'm Kate Morgan from the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Farm Market Report. July corn at 600 and a quarter, up two and three quarters. September down three and a half at 526 and three quarters. July soybeans at 1349, down one. August down a quarter at 1260 and three quarters. July wheat at 621 and a half, down two and a half. September down one and three quarters at 634 and a half. July cotton at 8512, up 33. October up 239 at 8481. July rice at 1804. 
Store, up 10, September up 12 at 1528. In the Livestock Complex, June Live Cattle at 179.40, up 225. August up 178 at 175.05. August Feeder Cattle at 244.03, up 143. September up 173 at 147.35. And June Lean Hogs at 87.43, up 210, with July up 335 at 87.50. That's your new farm market report from your EAB Ag Network. Have a great day. It's finally Farmer's Market season. Arkansas Farmer's Market Week will kick off the season June the 11th through the 17th. Join the fun and shop for fresh, healthy Arkansas-grown food from the farm at your local Farmer's Market. Support Arkansas farmers and producers by looking for the Arkansas-grown and Arkansas-made labels at markets and local retailers. Celebrate the season and find a Farmer's Market near you at ArkansasGrown.org. Let's say you're presented a stock which yields a guaranteed 82% return. You'd put your money in it, right? That magical stock is called Farm Radio, and for our advertisers, it is pure gold. 82% of farmers listen to their trusted farm radio station at least four days a week. The moral of the story? Farm Radio pays dividends, and both the listener and the advertiser lived happily ever after. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Summer is here, and it's time to enjoy those summer campouts, cookouts, and hangouts. But before you head out to do whatever you want to do, head in to Mr. T's. Mr. T's has everything you need. The biggest selection, the coldest beer, and the absolute lowest prices. And Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sundays. So head across the Kahlua Colored Waters to Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri, and find out why it's always worth the drive. To Mr. T's. Mr. T's and Riverside. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393 330 Brooklyn Dental open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. There's a monster under my bed. There's a monster in my bathtub. Mine is on my dresser. There's a monster in the kitchen. For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. There's a monster in my pillow. There's one on the rug. The fact is, their next asthma attack could be triggered by something as innocent as a teddy bear or a dripping faucet, even a bath toy. I don't like monsters. Fortunately, there are simple ways you can help prevent their next attack, from putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites, to drying bath toys and turning on the bathroom fan to prevent mold. They're easy to do, and they're part of a complete plan that could help you put an end to your child's asthma attacks. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS. Make the monsters go away. Because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out, 9303776. We've got some A-Statements basketball news to get caught up on, which, by the way, just a second ago, well, four minutes ago to be exact, Obadiah Curtis 
uh, tweeted out his commitment to Arkansas State. Now, this was actually announced by a JUCO site uh, a few days back. Is He is a JUCO transfer from Reedley College, but uh, he has now posted that on his social media as well. Another commitment to tell you about that we haven't talked about yet. We'll get, that, get to that in just a moment. But let's check in with Bootsy on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Hello, Kara. I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Well, if the answer is Tommy Rasso, what is the question? That's fair. The question is, who is the college baseball equivalent of Marvin Lewis? The question could also be, who is the only person that will take this job? (laughs) Yeah, I think it underscores just how bad a shape we are uh, uh, with our budget. We apparently just don't have hardly anyone who is willing or able to contribute uh, to the budget for the improvement of baseball. And uh, we're not paying him very much at all. And uh, apparently, Purinton, with all his connections, does not see a better option with uh, with the resources we have. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a sad deal, and um, he has completed what his fifteenth season or sixteenth season? Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen in the books. And, Sixteen on the way. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have anything against the man, but it's it's going to be it's embarrassing that uh, he will have gone. Well, he's already gone six, 15 seasons and has had what maybe four winning seasons or something like that. And the tr- the problem is is not so much this decision. The problem is that the failure to make decisions a whole lot of years earlier than this. Yeah. Because now we've got ourselves into a situation where we almost don't have any choice i agree with you on that there were and and it's it's easier said than done you know to just whip up this significant amount of money that that arkansas state needs you know i i understand the plan a decade ago the plan was to invest heavily in football and turn that into a significant part of your revenue and it started the plan started great you know, you, you built that new tower, you sold it out, you had all of these these seats that were now high-dollar seats, and then, well, baseball started to struggle and COVID hit at the same time. So now you're not getting as much revenue from that. You're not getting as much revenue from anything, and there's just there's no clear path forward. You're limited by your budget. You're limited by your donors. You're just limited all around. Well, let, me, let me ask you this question. As far as the condition of the actual field, is it something that has developed in recent years? Surely we didn't have these water drainage issues when it was first built, or, or did we? I don't know, and that's a good question. But I can tell you I have an A-State baseball alum that responded to a tweet that I made earlier that said, quote, field changes have to be a priority. Arkansas State is home to the worst playing surface in the league, end quote. Yeah, and I've, I've heard that from a lot of people in you know, looking back, uh, you know, when uh, when enthusiasm was high and the football facilities were being upgraded, it probably would have been a better idea to, to do something with baseball. I mean, yeah. something, anything. But 
it was totally ignored, apparently, and left out of that equation. You know, we've even we made some upgrades to the uh, to what's now what First National Bank Arena over that time. Mm-hmm. But we did absolutely nothing for baseball. And looking back, that probably was a mistake. Now again, we couldn't might not have, could have done a whole lot of stuff, but something. I mean, pick yeah. something. Like for instance, take care of the field. Nothing else. Sure. The only change um, I can think of to baseball, and, and if I'm overlooking one, then I, I hope somebody please will, will let me know about my mistake. But prior to the 22 season, <clears throat> they did actually move the bullpen from the, the home bullpen for forever was located down the right field line. And it was kind of a, a place where if you were out there on the deck, you had to keep your head on a swivel. And they moved that entire bullpen to behind the fence there in, in, in right center. So, so it's, it's, that was an improvement, but I'm pretty sure that was funded by, you know, the Kibler family. That was all private donation. Um, and, and I, I think that was pretty much who was in on that. And they're, they're also responsible for purchasing the wearable tech last year, but you've got to, you got to have more than, than one family that is funding your baseball program. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, really a sad state of affairs and, but we'll again we'll have to trust uh, Sherrington on this one and and see what happens. Uh, hopefully, there will be some serious attention given to some improvements that will you know maybe some renderings or something to get some people excited. But it it's looking right now like the apathy is just so great right now for baseball because. People have just hung on and hung on and hung on and hung on for years, and they mm-hmm. haven't seen any effort, uh, you know, put towards the program. So it's uh, it's an embarrassing and sad situation to be in for a state. I'm I'm embarrassed for the players. You know, you look around, and if you're if you're if you play for any other program at Arkansas State, you you have a chance to to compete for for championships, or you've seen the infrastructure point put in place for that chance. You know, and you don't yep. you don't have that with baseball. It's it's all about hope. Fans want to have hope. Yeah. We have hope now with basketball. We have hope with football. We obviously track and field is you know getting the getting the job done anyway. We have hope with soccer. We have we have hope with volleyball. But when you look at baseball, where's the hope? And how can you attract uh, better talent? what we have to offer and again chicken and chicken and egg scenario <laughs> so uh very difficult situation but hopefully by some miracle uh something will get done in the next you know really next we need to see something done before the beginning of the next season to give us some hope i agree a plan we just need we need a plan to talk about yeah yep all right well that's all i got Appreciate the phone call, Bootsy. Thank you. He leaves the phone lines open at 9303-776. I, I, yeah, just a plan. <laughs> Something a little bit more developed than just some pretty pictures. Uh, back to the A-State basketball topic for just a moment. As mentioned uh, prior to that phone call and, and earlier at the beginning of this show as well, A-State Hoops did pick up a commitment yesterday that should uh, complete the Red Wolves 2023-24 men's basketball roster. 
And uh, the name of that commitment, Ladu Laku. Lado Laku, whose name I am undoubtedly butchering, and I apologize on that. But uh, Lado Laku is going to be coming to Arkansas State from Indian Hills Community College. The thing that, of course, leaps off the page about this young man is is his height. Uh, depending on where you look, he is listed at either six foot ten or six foot eleven. So basically, a tall drink of water. <laughs> no matter uh, no matter which one of those it is, he is a tall guy. There is absolutely no doubt about it. Uh, he's a Dallas native, and he started his collegiate career at Texas A&M Corpus Christi, then went to Cal State Fullerton. He was on that Cal State Fullerton team that did win a Big West championship and went to the program's uh, first-round NCAA tournament um, game, which they lost versus Duke. And then last year, he was at Indian Hills. And looking at the stats from Indian Hills, he averaged 13 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks per 40 minutes. So he's got two years of eligibility remaining. And again, if my notes are correct, then that is going to be scholarship number 13 out of 13 for Arkansas State men's basketball. So uh, this news was reported yesterday by uh, one of the JUCO recruiting sites. So I've not seen a post from this young man on his own social media but I'm sure at uh, some point in time uh, surely that will come out and then in addition uh, at some point in time once these guys get signed we'll see the official announcements also from Arkansas Statements basketball and then we'll know exactly what this roster is going to look like again uh, six returners from last year and then now seven newcomers in Lado Laku, Obadiah Curtis DeAndre Dominguez, Darian Ford, Laquil Hardnett, Freddie Hicks, and Taryn Todd. Uh, one more note on Lack, who uh, do believe he has got two years of eligibility remaining. Uh, so most of, most of the guys that were brought in by Coach Hodson, or most of the guys that Hodson is bringing in, are guys with two years remaining. The exception to that, Laquil Hardnett, who has one, and then Obadiah Curtis and Darian Ford appeared that, uh, it appears that they have three. So, uh, again, I, I've tweeted out a few different times links to like a Google spreadsheet uh, that that has all of these names on it, and it has all of their stats from their previous institution. I have not added the full numbers for uh, Laku yet, but I will get that updated and, and tweet that out at some point in time this afternoon, so we can all get the full picture of this twenty three twenty four roster. But we've got to step aside for a quick breather. And uh, get caught up on the KavanaughCars.com question, your responses, and some other news. We'll do that when we return here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. And this is above the noise. It was just over a year ago that Calvin Ridley was suspended for a year for wagering on NFL games. Although not the first, Ridley represented the first marquee player to be found in violation of the league's gambling policy in the modern era. While that seemed like an anomaly at the time, these incidents are becoming increasingly more common. In just the month of April this year, multiple players on the Lions and one player on the Commanders received varying suspensions for placing bets on games. Fast forward to a little over a month now, 
now. And the Colts cornerback Isaiah Rogers is under investigation for habitual betting that reportedly including wagering on his own team. The 2026 round pick was looking at a starting job this season, but that is in jeopardy now. Not much else is truly known about the incident at the moment, but with the NFL and other professional leagues going all in on gambling, this is clearly an alarming trend that only looks to be growing. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com. You know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tired decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there. We carry the industry-leading brands, including Bad Boy, Xmark, Ferris, and Altos, all under one roof. Our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match, bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market. We're your headquarters for zero turns in northeast Arkansas, so don't settle for less. Come to Cox Implement. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us Best Roofing Company in the Best of Northeast Arkansas Contest and Premier Magazine's contest for the second year in a row. We take pride in treating every customer like our only customer. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky's clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders is local. Roof Raiders is family owned, operated, and managed by former military members that have fought for our freedom. They know the importance of being honest, fair, and dependable. The team at Roof Raiders will stand beside you and deal with insurance adjusters and insurance companies so you don't have to. Roof Raiders builds quality roofs with premium materials to ensure your roof lasts for years and years. When you need them, Roof Raiders is there. Find out more at RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Central Chevrolet Cadillac in Jonesboro wants to take this time to salute America. Celebrating our great country, celebrating America. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro and online at centralchevrolet.com. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Already getting some grief from the text line. 
about the 1.30 segment coming up with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. Where we're going to keep it as a state focus today as we possibly can. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, our KavanaughCars.com question today, though, I want to get your thoughts on the PGA merging with Live Golf. There are just all kinds of takes about this on social media. And I am certainly very intrigued to see what the players have to say. There is a players commis- uh, players meeting with the PGA commissioner at 3 o'clock today. And so I've got fingers crossed that we'll start getting some leaks from that at about 4.30, which should be incredibly intriguing because one of the things that I find a little bit fascinating about this from, from a media perspective is pretty much Every time there is a significant change in the sports world, and, and this is across the board, professionally, collegiately, just if there is a change in some kind of, of policy, new rules, new procedures, a merger, it's usually something that is kind of like floated out there publicly by sources to get initial feedback and reaction to it. And there was none of that this morning. This news probably leaked, what, like half an hour maybe before the PGA put out a release? I mean, a a, a minuscule, a minuscule window of time. So what that means is that almost all of the players found out on social media (laughs) right when we did as fans that their league in the PGA had merged with Live Golf. Some of their reaction is kind of funny, not funny. In the sense that they've said things along the lines of, you know, I just love finding out stuff like this on Twitter and and stuff like that. Of course, you've got several players that were outspoken about players who went and joined Lyft Golf. Roy McElroy, one of those in particular, who was very publicly critical of those players. And he was not alone. The PGA was publicly critical of those players. But now, ah, just forget it. It's all good. There's money to be made. Everybody's friends here. Kind of seems at least the vibe that the PGA is throwing out there with this news. There's more to discuss with this, of course. But uh, a lot of topics that we were not able to get to in the first hour of the program that I want to follow up on in hour two. Of course, I want to get caught up on NCAA baseball. I am I'm excited for Southern Miss, man. They're going to host a Super Regional. We'll look at how they got there and, and what's next. And <laughs> the never-ending beef today on social media between Tennessee and Southern Miss fans. It's actually kind of funny. I'll tell you that Applebee's comes up numerous times. If that doesn't make any sense to you, well, it doesn't make any sense to me either. But that is just social media for you at, uh, at different points in time. And then, of course, uh, we'll talk a little MLB with you as well. Uh, before we get to a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz at 1.30. So that is what is all on tap for hour two, plus whatever else we can uh, we can throw at you. So I hope that sounds all right. Hope you can stick around for another hour. We'll step aside for this quick breather, and we'll be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Will Oswald, your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. The Arkansas State Women's Soccer Side will have a 17-match regular season schedule in 2023. Two exhibition matches in August. Open the preseason camp August 8th at UALR. August 11th at home against Northwest Mississippi Community College. The regular season starts August 17th at Arkansas against the Razorbacks. The home opener three days later against Southern University. Conference play begins September 15th at home against James Madison. Another day, another Alabama men's basketball staff member is now a part of the Red Wolves men's basketball program. Sheridan native Logan Ingram, who's been a manager for the Crimson Tide men's team the last four years, will be the Red Wolves' new video coordinator in Jonesboro. His mother, Jamison Ingram, the head coach of the Sheridan Lady Yellow Jackets high school basketball team. In minor league baseball, Cardinals outfielder Dylan Carlson scheduled to start a rehab assignment this evening in Memphis when the Redbirds host Durham in the first to six at AutoZone Park. Game time at 7.05. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at plans to tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the game again. Local Tire and Wheel is introducing nine months, same as cash. You heard right. Nine months, same as cash. I mean, why spend all that cash today when we'll give you nine months to pay? The new way to buy your tires and wheels just got even better with nine months, same as cash at Local Tire and Wheel. And that means our low monthly payments just got even lower. Plus, we still offer payment plans to fit every budget. No credit check and everyone approved. When you need tires, this is a no-brainer. At Local Tire and Wheel, you already get the best prices in town on the tires you require and the wheels you desire. And now you get nine months, same as cash. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel offers referral cash back. And all Local Tire and Wheel deals include roadside assistance and our road hazard protection program. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the game again. Introducing nine months, same as cash. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro and localtireandwheel.com. Screen on your phone or tablet. Oh, it's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones. And make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery. All done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Don't let little insects in your stored grain grow into a monster problem. Protect your stored grains with grain protectants from Central Life Sciences. Their bug-free grains lineup includes two products that require no tank mixing. Gravista Insecticide and Sentinel Synergize Insecticide provide the control and knockdown power you need against stored grain insects. Protect your grain from monster bugs with Central Life Sciences. Contact your local distributor or visit bugfreegrains.com. Can you uh, pass the ketchup, honey? Dinner conversation can be tough, like getting ketchup out of a bottle. So, uh, Amber, what uh, happened at school today? Oh, nothing. Really? But having regular dinner together gives kids a better chance to thrive. Anybody act stuck up today? Kind of like this ketchup? Yeah, Chloe is. She says that I'm taking sides with Jordan and Zoe. Here, Dad, let me get that. Family dinner is just one way to help your family thrive. For more tips, visit facebook.com slash make every day count. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through our day here on a Tuesday in the Tickets Radio Network studio. Kara Ritchie and Ryan James hanging out with you. Phone lines are going to be open a lot this hour on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. By the way, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. Uh, You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Coming up this hour, several news and notes to touch on. A lot of baseball, both college and MLB, that we'll talk about this hour. And also at one thirty, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, joining us in studio. So looking forward to that. KavanaughCars.com question. Your reaction to the PGA merging with Live Golf. There are definitely takes about it in the sports world to put it mildly mildly and uh again i'm very interested to hear the leaks that will come from the players meeting at three o'clock that should be fascinating like it elsewhere around the sports world yesterday pretty much throughout the entire show i was locked in on some oklahoma softball uh, Oklahoma and Stanford were playing an incredibly competitive game, and the Sooners actually needed extra innings before they were finally able to win that one four to two, and punch their ticket to the Women's College World Series championship. And they will be joined by Florida State, and that series will be a best of three beginning tomorrow night at. 7 o'clock on ESPN. I'm really excited for this. One, I mean, Oklahoma is just a juggernaut, clearly. But then also, any preview that I've read of the Women's College World Series, you know, it seems like everybody has picked Oklahoma to win. But but when people were put on the spot and said, hey, pick a team not named Oklahoma, it's been Florida State. They have a really, really good pitcher. So they're expected to at least compete with the Sooners. But goodness gracious, Oklahoma has now won... I lost count. Are they up to 52 games in a row? Mm, it's somewhere in that neighborhood. No, excuse me. Just just 51. Just 51. Getting a little ahead of myself. Absolute monster of a team. Looking at NCAA baseball, of course, yesterday was the final day of regional action. And so an additional seven teams punched their tickets to the Super Regionals. One of those being Sunbelt member Southern Miss, who uh, started their run there in the Auburn Regional in the loser's bracket, battled all the way back and then knocked out Penn with an 11-7 to victory yesterday in, in a pretty fun game. So Southern Miss is able to advance. They're headed to the Supers, and actually they're not really headed anywhere at all because they're going to get to host Tennessee in that Super Regional. It's been interesting watching both fan bases go back and forth at it today on social media. And 
it's one of those situations where, where both teams had a case to host a Super Regional. But ultimately, Southern Miss was able to get it. Now, one of the reasons for that, Southern Miss has a very slight edge on capacity in terms of, of seating capacity. And then also this season, Southern Miss drew more fans than Tennessee baseball did. Now, Tennessee does have a higher RPI. But it's it was years and years ago when the NCAA decided that profitability was more important than fairness. I mean, that, that's been the case for years. So anybody who thought this decision would be made on anything other than ticket sales has not been paying attention. Southern Miss is going to sell more tickets. They get to host the Super. I'm going to be excited about that. Uh, I'm certainly going to watch a lot. I watched a lot of their games and the, the Sunbelt games in general in terms of uh, in the, the first, um, in the regional round of the NCAAs. So their series there in Hattiesburg is going to start Saturday, Sunday, and uh, game three, if necessary, is going to be Monday. So looking forward to that one. Weather a little bit dicey this weekend in Hattiesburg, so it'll be interesting how they navigate that. But it was going to be dicey in Knoxville too, so it really didn't matter. But that is on tap. Coastal Carolina not as lucky as they were not able to hang with Duke yesterday. So they got knocked out 12-3. to And then also getting knocked out yesterday, Arkansas. Their incredible season comes to an end with a 12-4 to loss to TCU, who is a team that, that all season was able to just, they just had Arkansas's number. Able to hang a whole lot of runs on the Razorbacks. And so a little bit of a, a rare situation here. I think it's, what, the first time since 2017 that the Razorbacks did not make it out of the regional. But, I mean, that's still a phenomenal program, still in excellent hands there with Dave Van Horn. Uh, Across the country, we're going to see regional action start up. Super regional action, excuse me. Let me get my verbiage correct here. Super regional action, a lot of places are going to start up on Saturday and uh, a few other places on, on on Friday, so just this weekend. And the mission is really clear. Win two games, and you're headed to Omaha. Looking at some of the other notes from the 16 teams remaining, the Golden Eagles currently have the longest. That's incorrect. I was reading something. I was like, Golden Eagles have a 21-game win streak, but that's that's... Not actually correct. They lost to Sanford, so I'm not sure where this uh, person got their research or if, in fact, maybe they're just, they got some different mascots uh, confused here. In fact, they do. So basically, uh, Oral Roberts, I think, is coming in with the longest win streak, which is interesting enough. They haven't lost in over six weeks, 21 games. Their last loss was in April. And they've actually won. 29 out of their last 30 games, which is wild. One more win and they'll be at 50. 50 wins. They're going to face Oregon in Eugene. Other matchups, Wake Forest and Alabama in Winston-Salem. Florida and South Carolina in Gainesville. LSU, Kentucky and Baton Rouge. Virginia, Duke and Charlottesville. Stanford, Texas in Stanford. Indiana State is going to head to TCU, and as we mentioned, Tennessee is going to head to Southern Mississippi. Indiana State kind of got hosed in this. They got to host a a regional, but not a super. 
And the reasoning, in my opinion, is super weak. Now, again, we just mentioned that the NCAA cares more about profitability than the fairness. So overall, am I surprised to see this being played at TCU? No. But the reasoning that was put out was that there was already an event going on there in the Indiana State area. And so hotel rooms and support staff availability are limited. Okay, well, that's a very good reason to to not have a huge event. But then why did Kentucky get to host? Kentucky had to put three different teams in dorms because there were no hotel rooms in Lexington. So you can't say, oh, this team gets to host despite hotel room and support staff availability, despite lacking that, and then another team does not. I just wish, like, just be honest with us, NCAA. We all know you're going to do what the money tells you to do. Just be honest about it. It would surprise nobody. That's all you have to do. Just say, we're going to have that regional plate at TCU. Excuse me, the super regional plate at TCU. And we're going to do it because they'll sell more tickets, they have a better capacity, and they'll make more money. Just be honest. Easy peasy. 9303776 is the number to call. The very first game on the Super Regional slate is going to be at 11 a.m. Friday, Virginia and Duke. Also that day, TCU, Indiana State, South Florida, South Carolina and Florida, and ORU and Oregon. The other four Super Regionals will start on Saturday, so it should be a great weekend of college baseball. And again, that Women's College World Series starts tomorrow, so very excited for that as well. 9303776 is the number to call. I've actually got a golf question for you today with the news that Live Golf and the PGA are merging moving forward. What are your thoughts on that new partnership? 9303776. We'll let you think about it as we step aside for a break. And when we come back, we'll get all caught up on the latest Cardinals loss. Fun times. More on that when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Calling all budding vocalists. The Foundation of Arts is excited to announce our Sondheim Tribute Review Young Artist Theater Camp. Designed for ages 12 to 18, this summer camp experience offers everything you need to step up your musical theater game. Celebrate Stephen Sondheim, one of Broadway's most iconic composers and lyricists, through his timeless music. Students will focus on theatrical techniques and receive vocal coaching from the FOA's team of knowledgeable, experienced instructors. Camp will be held weekdays July 10th through July 19th, concluding with a grand finale outdoor concert on July 20th and 21st. The first round of auditions will take place June 12th and 13th or on the first day of camp on July 10th. The very best part? Every student who registers will get a featured solo or duet. Register today by visiting foajonesboro.org, calling 935-2726, or stop by our forum box office. Tuition assistance is available. The Foundation of Arts is sponsored by Occasions, Bacus Mini Warehouses, the Jonesboro A&P Commission, Arkansas Arts Council, and East Arkansas Broadcasters. The Foundation of Arts. Find the artist in you. 
Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. All right, Kelly, so I need some help. I'm trying to find my wife some new lingerie and some loungewear for her birthday, and i got to be honest, I don't even know where to go and where to start. I know the place. Go to Honey Hush. Honey Hush is a bra and loungewear boutique that has so many bras to choose from. I mean, that's great, but my wife will say she can never find a bra that fits right. Well, they have wired and non-wired bras, bras with extended cup and band sizes, and hard-to-find sizes. Honey Hush offers brands your wife will love, like Notori, Evelyn and Bobby, and Curvy Couture. So I'm guessing she would love Honey Hush. Honey Hush not only carries bras and lingerie, but they have the comfiest loungewear and pajama sets, robes, cardigans, and athletic wear. But what if I don't know my wife's sizes? That's okay. Honey Hush has gift cards. Let her go shopping and pick out exactly what she wants. Honey Hush also offers free fittings. Okay, so this all sounds perfect, and I'm going to head to Honey Hush. Guys, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your girl, head to Honey Hush. 2701 Paula Drive in Jonesboro, or find them on Facebook. Just search Honey Hush. Experience the incredible flavor that is Gourmet Tamales Latin Cuisine in Jonesboro. Owners Hector and Estela Ruiz have created a Mexican and Caribbean cuisine for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and 8 to 6 on Saturday. Gourmet Tamales is located in Jonesboro at 2704 Alexander Drive, Suite C, in the Elk Park Shopping Center just off the bypass. Gourmet Tamales Latin Cuisine, serving Northeast Arkansas since 1996. Gourmet Tamales, love for good food. For many Americans, owning your own business is a dream come true. And many business owners rely on help from others to reach their potential. That's where SCORE comes in. With more than 12,000 volunteers ready and willing to help businesses succeed. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business already in business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses get off the ground achieve their goals, and realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Come join us and help tomorrow's business success stories unfold today. Your advice and expertise can make all the difference in the world. I believe one person can make a difference. Small business owners need you. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Karen Ryan hanging out, 9303-776, 15 minutes away from a conversation with voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio. We'll see how long we can keep him from talking about Texas Rangers baseball, uh, which, hey, look, the Rangers fans certainly have good reason to gloat today over the Cardinal faithful. Uh, Rangers fans just have good reason to gloat in general. That's a damn good team this year. There's zero doubt about it. Uh, just the way they've kind of revamped their pitching, 
Uh, the way they're hitting right now, that, that is a good team. On the other side of things, the St. Louis Cardinals are not a good team. Maybe they have the makeup and the potential to become a good team. But as more and more, 60-plus games into the season, you are what your record says you are. Cardinals are bad. Very bad. They've now lost four in a row, including a 4-3 to three loss last night to the Texas Rangers. This was an unpleasant game, and not just due to the way that it ended. <laughs> it was... There were multiple times during this game last night where I was just like, I had to turn this off. I had to turn this off. Because it was super frustrating with the way that the Cardinals continued to, to perform in a game. I mean, there were there were so many plays not made. Um, there were there were a couple of miscues by there there was a foul ball that was two feet away from three different players that did not get caught. There was, it would have been a tough catch, but there was a, a fly ball to shallow left that Nolan Arenado had a play on that he didn't make, which is, again, he makes everything. So that was rare. You had some running gaffes last night on the bases. You had some ill-timed walks. Um, there were always Rangers on base for the pitchers to have to navigate. It was just, it was a little bit of everything. And the fact that, you know, if you're only going to score three runs a game, your pitching better be out there throwing shutouts. And they clearly were not. Now, this was not overall a terrible pitching performance. It was just one that had breakdowns when when they were least needed. Uh, Adam Wainwright, you know, gave up some runs early. In fact, the only runs he gave up were early, allowing three in the bottom of the second. Despite that, he came within two outs of being able to record a quality start. So he settled in and, and was was okay. You had some good relief work by Andre Pallante and Ryan Helsley. But then Genesis Cabrera was called on to be able to close the game. And he was unable to do so. And as soon as, as soon as that very first Ranger got on base in the ninth inning. It was like, oh, <laughs> this one's over. And uh, did end a couple of batters later on a low RBI. So today, the Rangers are 39-20. and 20. Wonderful record. 19 games over 500. That's impressive. The Cardinals, 25 and 36. So, after all of that fun, happy positivity that started up about uh, the second week of May and and ran for uh, about a week and a half, two weeks, uh, back to the doom and gloom for the Birds. There are so many just issues where this team is struggling, and I'm I'm sure you're aware of them, but Derek Gould of the Post-Dispatch pointed out how weak the Cardinals have been specifically in one-run games. In the close games, in the clutch games, the Cardinals have not been able to have those performers step up, pitching-wise and hitting-wise. Because the Cardinals now are 6-14 and 14 in one-run games. If you just... 
flipping, I mean, that's wild. First off, they've had 20 games that have been decided by one run. But you win, what, five more of those? Six more of those? You improve to 12 and 8 in one run games? And this would be a team that would be back above 500 and being contingent for an NL Central title. Because it's not going to take much more than 500 to be able to win this division. But instead, the Cardinals, still there at the bottom of the standings, not just in the Central, but in the National League. They will try and bounce back tonight with Libertor on the mound uh, with a 7.05 first pitch time. They are in Arlington, and then the uh, the Rangers are going to counter with Dane Dunning. So, he's uh, been pretty good. <laughs> this year, his earned run average, particularly at home, has been stellar. And he just does not get lit up much at all. Not that really any of the Rangers pitchers have. That's a good staff. Mike Maddox is doing some great things. Not that that's a surprise. He's a very good pitching coach. There's a reason he's been around for as long as he has. But, uh, yeah, the Rangers can go ahead and uh, claim a series win. Potentially tonight. Some of the comments from after the game. You know, Nolan Arenado pointed fingers at himself. Adam Wainwright pointed fingers at himself. Nolan Gorman. Um, they, they all tried, they, they all stepped up and took the blame. So you've got the accountability in the locker room. And there's no surprise there because for the most part, this is, this is still a veteran team with guys like Wayna, with Arenado, with Goldie in that locker room. But it's just not a team that is able to go out and execute. At all. And uh, Cardinals now eight games back. Looking around the MLB standings. Could always be worse. You know, you could be the A's. They've lost five in a row. That's the only team currently in baseball that has a longer losing streak than the St. Louis Cardinals. Although the Tigers are tied with the Birds with a four-game losing streak as well. So that is legit the only consolation this year. No matter how bad the Cardinals are, there is absolutely no way in the world they are ever going to catch the A's. So, I mean, got that going for you. Also, probably not going to catch the Royals either. They're pretty terrible. The Cardinals are by their lonesome in terms of the bottom still of the NL Central standings. Looking around, some other news and notes from uh, Major League Baseball. The Pirates are back on top, by the way, of the NL Central. They had some clutch hitting for McCutcheon last night, and so they were able to pull off a come from behind win, which I mean they're playing over the they're they're playing the A's, so they should they should be able to win that game. But uh, they claimed a five to four victory, so they're now a half game ahead of Milwaukee in the NL Central standings. Elsewhere, uh, there is a former Cardinal that is viewed as being a potential leader for the NL Cy Young. That gallon of the Diamondbacks is having a pretty darn good year. And a lot of people are pointing at him as potentially being able to win that award. 
course, if he does, that would be the second time in as many years that a former Cardinal picked up a Cy Young. Sandy Alcantara being able to win that award last season. So, <laughs> wouldn't that be a fun story? So fun. Uh, other news from around the league. Well, that's really it. That's all the that's all the MLB headlines I got for right now. I hope that hope that's all right. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. Let's uh, look around at some other notes before we go to break, and then come back and visit with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. There's you know a, a little bit of a quiet day in the NBA today due to the fact that uh, the playoffs don't resume until tomorrow because you got two days off for travel. But there is some interesting national news yesterday in that Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, Maddie Healy, broke up after dating for one month. Now, you, I know right now you're sitting here thinking, what in the world does this have to do with anything sports-related? Well, somebody, whenever, whenever people break up on the internet, whenever there's something like that, people will almost immediately Photoshop them with a new partner. That's the way the internet works. The internet is full of trolls. They and, and it's not, in this case, it's not malicious. It's just funny. Like, let's just throw people together and make a joke about it and blah, 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 blah. Well, somebody apparently <laughs> photoshopped, like, Taylor Swift and Austin Reeves together. Yes, the Austin Reeves that grew up in Cedar Ridge that now plays for the Lakers. What's funny about that, it's not funny that somebody did it, because, again, this is just what people on the Internet do because they're bored. But it's it was picked up by sites, by accounts on Twitter that just that have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. It's since been deleted, but even this morning, the Daily Loud, which is an account that has so many followers on Twitter. Uh, in fact, they've got 1.9 million followers on Twitter. Earlier today, the Daily Loud put out a tweet that Taylor Swift was seen in an Arkansas bar with Austin Reeves. <laughs> it... Uh, it was quickly refuted by members of the Reeves family who didn't actually comment on it, but just put like a dozen little laugh crying emojis. And so uh, I don't think anybody is going to confirm that report. So if you're driving around to various and assorted Arkansas bars today looking for Taylor Swift and Austin Reeves, I, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to be a little bit disappointed. These people have too much time on their hands. I am like, a little bit surprised that, you know, Austin Reeves has not been kidnapped by a Kardashian yet, <sighs> but but... I do not believe at this point in time he is dating Taylor Swift. And Twitter's a crazy place. <laughs> it really is. But uh, but who knows? There's wild news that comes out all the time. Certainly did not wake up today and expect to read about a PGA Tour and, and Lib Golf merger. So who knows? Maybe maybe Taylor Swift, Austin Reeves together forever. It's in the future. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, they, they did finally delete their tweet at the Daily Live. But it, I mean, it was up for forever. For all of their 1.9 million followers to see. And now I think they've photoshopped Taylor Swift with Pete Davidson. So we'll move on because that's not related to anything at all uh, that we discuss on this program. And in fact, we need to move on to a break because uh, we need to have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves at Matt Stoltz. And he's going to join us in studio right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how do I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. 
you see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytral. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. If you think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, that everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytral. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, check out David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business, cubicles, desks, seating, design layout, space planning, and more. David Martin Office Interiors is also a full-service haunt dealer. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross the finish line. Located next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy, call them at 972 972- 0180 or online at dmi-office.com. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites. JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman, and call 870-418-0790. Hi there. This is Tara and Henry Ford here from Harris Ford. You know, things have changed in the auto retail business. Here at Harris Ford, we are doing our best to make those changes for the better. Come and experience a better way to buy your next ride. At Harris Ford, we add to our inventory daily to make sure you have the selection you want. See our catalog or vehicles at harris-ford.com. Or, even better, Come give one a test drive. President's Award Service is what we offer at Harris Ford. Exit 85 off 67 in Newport. While serving in Vietnam, a grenade took my ability to see. Today, I'm a sculptor. Now, my fingers are my eyes. I'm Michael Naranjo. As a veteran, I know the challenges of life can be great. And my art, turning a lump of clay into something beautiful, that is worth doing. Life is like that. We each must use what we can to make things better. DAV helps veterans like Michael get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. Now, I show others how they can create something with their own hands. I know it can do a lot of good. With support from DAV, more veterans can shape their lives into a thing of beauty. My victory is bringing beauty into the world. Michael Naranjo, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. To battle is to fight, to struggle, to overcome. And ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. 
giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan hanging out with you. We'll be back up the phone lines uh, in the next segment before we call it a wrap today. But uh, we are going to be joined here in just a moment in the ticket studio by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, since we do have some A-State topics on tap. I do want to mention some A-State news released earlier today. Soccer, just two months away as the program released their 2023 schedule. Uh, You can find that right now at astateredwolves.com. And we'll go over some of those notes before we get out of here. But uh, they've got a couple of exhibition games that are going to be on tap starting up, in fact, August 8th. So that's soon, soon. And then the regular season is going to start August the 17th at Arkansas. So very much looking forward to seeing Coach Dooley's squad in action. Are you much of a soccer player, Matt Soltz? Soccer player? No, (laughs) I'm not. I thought you were going a different direction with that question. What direction did you think I was going to go? A soccer fan, you know, are you excited about A-State soccer? But I can tell you very confidently that I'm not a good soccer fan. Well, I mean, you run. So, I mean, there's a lot of running in soccer. I just thought maybe that was the logical step. You go from running to running around and kicking the ball. That's uh, too much multitasking for me. Okay. All right. They got a good schedule, though. They do. They do. Good games, especially early. Uh, that, uh, of course, conference is going to be great as well. But uh, it should be a great year next year, and we'll go over that full schedule before we get out of here today. Uh, normally, you know, the podcast, the Second and None podcast, is typically one of the, the last questions we throw at you when we when we wrap up our Tuesday chats. But I couldn't help but notice yesterday you you guys talked with Coach Brian Hodson for a minute. So I got I to gotta hear some of the highlights of that conversation. It was uh, everything we had been storing up the last two and a half months because, uh, you know, the way he put it, even at the beginning of the interview, he, he didn't want to sit down and record a podcast until he had his roster completed. Mm-hmm. And the follow-up question later on was, oh, does that mean the roster is complete <laughs> now? And, uh, you know, with the uh, – he wasn't able to talk about everybody that uh, – has announced their commitments over the last few days. But, yeah, he had three visitors uh, in on campus this past weekend. It went very well. And, you know, uh, there's just going to be more good news coming. So it sounds like if everything goes according to plan, then, yes, we're where we need to be. So he came in, and and, uh, we did talk for, I I think it came out to 58 minutes. So we had a – we had a very uh, in-depth conversation, and I love the way it went. You know, the first half of it is uh, telling his amazing story. And if you haven't heard his story yet, just where he comes from, uh, growing up in the foster care system, getting adopted by the, the Hodson family, how he got into basketball, how he got into coaching, uh, some of his uh, first recruiting experiences at, at the junior college level, how that kind of developed him into the uh, recruiter, the coach that he is now, got into all that stuff. And then eventually, you know, talked about his time at, you know, places like Buffalo, then at Alabama and the success they had there. And then 
ultimately, you know, why he came to Arkansas State. And then, you know, the last half we talked about the first two months uh, on the job and, uh, you know, talked about every single recruit and their stories and, and uh, you know, how they got here. Had some really good stories about uh, how things have unfolded over the, these last, uh, you know, 10 weeks or so. So uh, I encourage everybody to check it out. Uh, really, really happy with the way that turned out and uh, i think anybody who uh, anybody who has an interest in a-state basketball obviously will enjoy it but those that are wanting to get to know more about coach hodson who is this guy that uh, that has come in and and uh burned things up on the recruiting trail yeah. uh, since he arrived uh, i think you're going to be very impressed with not only uh the, the coach he is, the plan that he has in place, but the kind of individual he is as well. It's a little bit of a, a broad question, but in the course of that 58 minutes, did you did you learn anything that, that caught you off guard or surprised you? Oh, gosh. I mean, just uh, some of the stories about uh, the recruits. Uh, yeah, I'll give you one. You know, with, with Freddie Hicks, you know, that was one of the big stories sure. here in the last couple of months as far as the recruiting goes. And – um, to have Freddie Hicks Jr. come to Arkansas State, the same place where his dad was part of the one and only NCAA tournament team back in 1999. I, you know, I said, and I kind of uh, asked Coach Hodson, you know, did that help that he was coming here to uh, his, his father's old school and the success that his dad had? He said, well, that helped us get in the door, but he, he learned very quickly that, it was more about, you know, Freddie wants, yes, he, he definitely respects what his dad did. Mm -hmm. He thinks that's great, but he wants to build his own legacy. And he loves uh, the system that we have in place, the, the pace that we play at. Um, you know, he believes in Coach Hodson and, and what he's trying to do here. But he very much wants to build his own legacy here, which you have to respect that as well. So those are the, the kind of stories that we heard uh, throughout the course of the podcast. But uh Really, really good stuff we were able to find out. Again, that's I guess that's out now. It's Second out. To none podcast. Second to none podcast. You, I know you've you've followed along with uh, at least the guys who have, have officially signed uh, for Arkansas State men's basketball for the 23-24 season. So have you started to try and picture this roster all out there together and, and how these pieces are going to fit? Heck yeah, I have. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't wait to see how this uh, – how this looks on the floor and I, I can't, yeah. Um, I've got a bunch of combinations in my head and uh, all of them are, are really, really good to think about. Yeah. I think we've got, uh, we've got the pieces in place. They've, they've done a fantastic job. And one thing, you know, he talks about is look, you've got to, you've got to get old and stay old. Yeah. And that's, he talked about what FAU and San Diego state did and, how they were able to, you know, on the same level we're at, you know, make a run and, and get all the way to the Final Four. And, um, you know, I even brought up Southern Miss and what they did last year. And, you know, they went from seven wins a season ago to 26 wins. And how did they do it? Well, they got really old. Yeah. Uh, you know, Southern Miss was the oldest team age-wise in all of Division One basketball last year. They had the average age of over 22 years old. So, yeah, that's what FAU and San Diego State did as well. So, uh, you know, they've kind of set the blueprint, as Coach Hodson put it, you know, for for what you need to do in in 
this era. And yeah, he he also mentioned that doesn't mean we're not going to go out and recruit high school kids, but at the same time, you've got to go out and and get the kind of players out of the portal that that uh, we have and obviously you know they haven't forgotten about the the junior college ranks ranks he's still uh, you know very much looking at those players and and you'll see some of the latest commitments definitely have those junior college ties so uh, I I think that uh, they've got a very very good plan in place. I'm sure fans can hear more from from coach Hodson tonight at least those that are in the Memphis area at this final caravan stop you got one more coming up last one it's the fifth and final stop and you know we went to Fayetteville last week and uh, had a good crowd there in northwest Arkansas and now uh, tonight in Memphis uh, I know you know coach Hodson actually told us on the way out the door yesterday that he was bringing his whole staff over to Memphis tonight at uh, the Bass Pro Shop so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing one more crowd every event has been fantastic I, I I've really loved the interaction both you know, on stage with with the guests that we've had, and and uh, off the stage as well, and just getting to interact with with our uh, fan base, and it's just a different kind of energy right now around our our football and our basketball programs, and uh, I love the fact that we have the kind of excitement that that we do. So, uh, you know, to to be able to travel around and and see you know in person how fired up the fan base is and several different parts of the region, I think, is a good thing. Of course, Jeff Purinson will be there tonight. He's been at all of these, the the VCIA of of Arkansas State, and he, along with A-State Athletics, announced yesterday that Tommy Raffo uh, signed to an extension. Uh, I thought some of the the quotes that Purinson had in in the press release were interesting, focusing on talking about facilities and budgets and things like that, but but your reaction to to yesterday's news? Yeah, I think that um, it it was – well said what what Jeff you know kind of relayed in in the press release and and in that press release you saw you know some of the the ways that the baseball team did improve and significant improvements offensively and defensively as well uh, over the course of the past year but you know I I think the thing that that you take out of that that probably um well, I certainly don't remember in any kind of press release that we've ever put out is the fact that you're coming out and saying just how committed you are right now to making those improvements in facilities. And look, you got to be all in uh, if if you're going to compete in in this conference. And you know, I go around to every spot in this league, and I can sit here and tell you about it all day until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's uh, it's a different playing field, you know, and, you know, I say that, um, I say that, you know, literally, figuratively, however you want to want to take that. It, it is it is very uh, different when we go on the road and see the, the facilities in these other places. And and, you know, Jeff knows what we're competing against. Coach Raffo certainly knows what we're competing against. They're committed to putting, you know, a, a great product on the field. I, I know how badly they want to win. And, you know, facilities and, and uh, the, the, the renovations they're talking about are, are part of the deal. So, yeah, if you're going to play in this league, which clearly is, is one of the, 
very, very best leagues in, in all of college baseball, uh, you're going to have to make a commitment. And I, I love the fact that Jeff came out and, and said what he did. We're seeing, you know, a great example of, of that commitment around Sunbelt baseball playing out right now with Southern Miss and their opportunity now to, to host a super regional. I mean, yeah. due to their facilities, due to their fan support, they beat out Tennessee in being able to host. And that should be, if the if the fan base's Twitter interactions are any indication, that's going to be a heck of a series. <laughs> well, you knew Twitter was going to blow up one way or the other, you know, however that, that announcement went this morning. And, and I wasn't going to be surprised either way if they yeah. had given it to Hattiesburg or Knoxville. Um, two very, very uh, good teams, good programs. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Southern Miss hosted a Super Regional last year, yeah. too. Uh, they ended up hosting Ole Miss, who came in, and, and uh, that was on uh, Ole Miss's path to uh, a national championship. But, yeah, I, I think that uh, it, it does tell you a lot about where they're at. I mean, we sat here a month ago after I got back from Hattiesburg, and I, I know yeah. I kind of went on and on about what they had. And, you know, they had 20 suites set up and an immaculate press box, which is – more than capable of hosting regionals and super regionals and uh, you know their top 10 in the league and uh, attendance and you know they they average uh, i don't know uh, 500 600 more than capacity is listed at yeah. so and they've got that incredible area out in right field where people come in and and just sit on the tailgate the roost their, yeah i think is what they call it it's uh it's a neat atmosphere that they've created there and look it, it's uh it's something they've invested in over time. And, you know, they have seven straight 40-win seasons now. They're the only college baseball program in the country that can say that. And uh, the, there's a reason they, they've had the success that they've had. So uh, that should be a very, very good Super Regional. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing if, if Southern Miss can make their way to the World Series. Me too. Their series a great story is going yeah. yeah, no doubt. Uh, their series – against Tennessee is going to start on Saturday. So that's a Saturday, Sunday, potentially Monday series. Ryan has informed us that our last break is eight minutes. We've got to kick you out. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's not my fault you gave long answers. So do you, uh, do you want to explain, you know, just uh, how this is developed yeah, today? Yeah, I'm getting harassed in my text messages. That's how this is developed today. I'm getting ganged up on by both Matt Stoltz and Jerry Scott who all of a sudden remember that the Rangers exist and to have decided to send me text messages about it. Well, here's the deal. Okay, so uh, welcome to our world because we're two Ranger fans that live in Cardinal country that not a single week goes by that we're not reminded of an event that happened 11 years ago. Or excuse me, 12 years ago now. Um, so here you go. And and I did point out in our little group text a while ago that uh, it's funny how for the last six years there wasn't a week that went by that I, I sat right here and you asked me how the Rangers were doing. And this season. We get uh, light on content this, this summer for A-State Athletics. We have to talk about other topics. Uh -huh, yeah. Somehow, I got to feel time here. It has not come up. I have asked. Until now. I've asked. Kind of. It really hasn't even come Did up. Did we not have a conversation about Mike Maddox like two weeks ago? Mike Maddox, you're right. We did kind of wade in those waters a little bit. 
for so long, I would bring up the Rangers and you wouldn't want to talk about it. So I was just trying to wait and let you bring up the subject. I don't. You're our guest. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to put you on the spot and bring up bad memories. I just mentioned that you haven't brought them up as much this year. The Cardinals, they suck. (laughs) What? You want to talk about the game last night? No. We got to go to break. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. We 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 actually really do, to be I honest know. with you. So we we do have to go to break. I'm not just trying to avoid the subject, although it is a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. We do appreciate you coming by today, and we thank you for your time. You're very welcome. Get out. All right. No we'll be back right after this to wrap up today's workday red zone on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume made a lorry at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer hey it's brandon baxter for my insurance agent rob taylor and his team at rob taylor state farm you'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with rob taylor state farm insurance I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puedes ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention, Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Again Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Again Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Again Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Sounds of summer. Yes, finally. You piece of Sounds of Summer with J and K Lawn. Ah. Sounds like you made the right call with J and K Lawn and Tree Service, 897 1329. This is the place. Hey! Yo! This is my grandson, Mike. It's his 18th birthday. Man. Wow. One of the best years of my life. Well, when I was 18, ladies used to think I was fine. 
Yeah, your grandma, maybe. Oh, come on, man. Uh, he's a smart guy, but I thought he could use a little advice today. Start putting away some money. Call your mother. And now that you're 18, you need to sign up with the Selective Service System. Remember Jamie Thomas? Yeah. Heard he didn't register and was denied a job with TSA. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's it. Save money, call mom, and register with SSS. Mm-hmm. Hey, Grandpa, this boy got that police head, the kind that roll up and stop wherever he wants to. It's cold, but just cut the boy's head. I don't know what to do with it. Be the man. Register with the Selective Service System today at SSS.gov. Good-looking boy, but ugly head. A hundred years ago, there were 100,000 tigers in the wild. Today, there are as few as 3,200. The Earth's wild animals can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Homestretch here on the Workday Red Zone. After uh, spending the previous segment getting harassed, I've put on my game face, ready to close out strong. Um, do not appreciate the bullying from both Matt Stoltz and Jerry Scott, but it is what it is. We're going to power through. We've got a whopping one minute and 45 seconds to be able to get through today, so uh, fingers crossed we can we can do all right. A little rattled. Feelings are a little hurt, but... Uh, We'll, we'll be okay. Uh, today's KavanaughCars.com question. We've been asking you your thoughts on the PGA partnership now with the Live Tour. I hate it uh, because I think the PGA is just so full of it with this. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I mean, how many times have you seen <laughs> different businesses sell out their employees to go out and make more money? This is not. This is not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. The PGA, which was so publicly critical of Live Golf for the past year, has just finally said, you know what, if we just agree to this merger, then we can get more money. And also, we don't have to go through a a court battle where some of our own dirty secrets would be exposed. But now the players are going to be left to deal with it. Coming up at, uh, you know, they've got that, that golf tournament going on in Toronto. So every single question. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. When the players do their media availability, it's not going to be about how the event unfolds. It's going to be about today's news. I I hope they run Jay Moynihan out, out of there, personally. But that's just me. Several other opinions on social media. Some people really like this, think it's great. Because you get to watch some of the golfers that left the PGA fold now return. But anyways, that is a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. So uh, all said enough. Appreciate everybody who tuned in, called, texted, except for Jerry. Commented on Twitter and uh, all of that. Uh, also, mostly appreciate Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, joining us in studio. If you missed that chat, you'll be able to find it later at 953theticket.com. Hey, keep it here. Dan Patrick is on the way next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock.
Make sure you have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We're going to return tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.